now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the melting pad, and it starts right now. Well, thank you, Jerome. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the show, The Melting Pat, the Next Level Network. Today is a bit different because I got to do this on Monday, first of all, and it's early in the morning because the system's down at work and I'm waiting to start a training. Hopefully, both those things will, uh, will restart by the time we're ready to go here, but in the meantime... I have a few minutes to do the show, hopefully more than a few. This might take a, a bit, but um, no music question today because, again, it's Monday. I don't have time to get the answers, and I, uh, I'll i tell you why I'm doing this early is because uh, the kid got sick. We went away, and I'll tell you the story, but um, the kid got sick, and now we're all going to get it, and I figured it's better that you hear tired too early in the morning, Pat, or whatever the order should be than congested, Pat, if I can avoid that. So, plus when I'm all sick and stuffed up, I'll be, I don't, I'll be miserable and don't want to do the show anyway. So, um, or won't have the same, the same oomph for the show. So instead you get, uh, I just had orange juice again, but just a bad, a bad idea to do that before you record anything. Um, and when you're already starting to not feel well, uh, orange juice, like it really, like it, it helps on some level. That's why I drank it. But I should have waited till I did the show. It should have been just H2O, and then uh, the OJ would come after. I don't know. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, so we're all about, to, well, two-thirds of my house is sick. I'm about to go down. I feel it. So we want to get the show out to you before that happens. So I'm doing my best. All right. Uh, on the menu for today, we have some mail that I came across a couple of weeks ago, or somebody sent it a couple of weeks ago about the moon landing. I think I mentioned it. And then... The movie questions kept coming, and the scores and all that, and I just kind of pushed it to the side. So now we'll do that today. Um, I also got another letter about not a real letter. I wish. That'd be fun. But um, about getting hate mail. So we'll talk about that. Uh, I want to talk about a thing I saw on Twitter the other day, and uh, also shamelessly plug a new segment that's going to come to my Patreon for the uh, the more expensive members. So we'll do that. And then, actually, that's it. So a bit of an abbreviated show. On purpose. Sorry. Um, I know some of you enjoy the longer shows, but it's not always possible. It's just that uh, that's the beauty of this no longer being a live show, by the way. And I've said this before as uh, actually as I'm coming up on my anniversary at the network, it is on Tuesday, the 19th. Like I said, um, what's that? Eight years at the network? Seven, eight, 2015, right? Yeah, that's eight years. Yeah, we did this already, Pat. I know, I know. Um, it's nuts. The podcast has offered me uh, afforded me, I guess, a, a number of opportunities that I would not have had otherwise. And I made a lot of cool friends, a lot of wonderful friends from this, and it's been amazing. So I know the quick version, I'll get to it. I'll, I'll reflect on it. Maybe I'll write about it, but um, it's been great. The whole thing's been great. My thanks to Ben, my thanks to Adam, my thanks to anybody and everybody who's been along for the ride here on the show, just because it's been, um, you know, a lot of changes in, in the world and my life and all that. And um, the podcast has been the constant. And just being here, being able to tell you all what's happening and uh, make all the new friends and uh, learn all the new, you know, hear all the new music and do all those things. Uh, it's been absolutely amazing. And um, thank you so much for being here. And uh, if you give me money for the Patreon, thanks for that, too. I can't believe I set that up just like, oh, let's see what happens. And, uh, you know, I have actual people who 
pay me money for these things. And it's uh, it's great. So thank you very much for all of the things. All Any way you support me, even if you just click a like or a share or a heart or whatever you do, I sincerely appreciate that. But also pay me money. That'd be great. <laughs> all right. Um, let's see. Yeah, we got the menu. We're good. Uh, again, thank you, everyone, for the music scores. I'm going to try to get a question for you next week. Maybe we'll do um, best movie you've ever seen. I don't know. Maybe at the end of the show. If, tell you what. If I'm feeling better on, like, Thursday, if, like, if, if I somehow miss the thing or if I somehow just knock it out in 36 hours, um, I'm going to do music scores from movies that I like. Just random movies that I like, and we'll play the score. We'll do the Born movies. We'll do... Um, I don't know, The Breakfast Club, I guess. We'll do... Uh, what other movies do I like? Remember the Titans has probably got a good one in there. Um, so we'll just... If I'm feeling better by Thursday, I will uh, try to put that together at the end, and we'll go from there. By, like, Wednesday or Thursday. We'll see. Um, and if not, then, sorry, we don't get music this week, and maybe we'll do that next week, or we'll do something different uh, some other time. All right? So there we go. We'll try to do the uh, music movie scores things, because that's been really fun to do. And so we'll try to think of a question for uh, a future show about it. Another way to include music scores in this show. All right? All right. So uh, before we do all of those things, we have a new song to play from our dear friends, A Story Told. You can find more from them at astorytoldband.com. They're great. Josh Allen was on the show. Not that Josh Allen. The, more fa- the other one. The more famous one. That you know the one. I'll post the link to our chat in the show notes or at the website. One of those. Uh, or both, I don't know. But he was great, and maybe they'll come back on the show when the album comes out. I don't know. We'll see how everybody feels and what everybody's doing, and uh, we'll try our best. But in the meantime, again, a storytoldband.com for more from them. Pre-order, pre-save, pre-workout, I don't know. Their new album coming out on October 20. It is called Mundane Magic, and this song came out uh, last week, actually. So this is their latest. We did it. We nailed it. A story told the song they accidentally... They say they accidentally went country for this song. (laughs) The song is Rodeo. It's a story told. It's the Melty Pat. We're coming right back.
And there you have it, our new friends. Not our new friends, our dear friends with their new song, A Story Told, Rodeo, their album coming out October 20, Mundane Magic. Go pre-order it, pre-save it, pre-whatever you got to do with it, and uh, and enjoy it. Tell them I sent you, and they will know who I am. Probably. The Melting Pat, the next level network. There we go. We did it. We did it. They accidentally went country and uh, and wrote a bop, as the kids say. I like that song. I, uh, I was going to go in blind, because when I pre-ordered the album on iTunes, because yes, I still use the actual iTunes program. Um, it wouldn't like usually when you pre-order an album, if any singles have been released, you get those when you pre-order the album. Uh, but that didn't happen. So I pre-ordered the album, got none of the songs, and then had to go and order rodeo separately, which would not be the first time I've had to buy music from a story told twice because <laughs> years ago, I guess when I switched from my laptop to my desktop, I think I wanted to play uh, a story told on the show or something. And for whatever reason, whenever I bought the uh, the Good Looks album, it didn't transfer. So I was like, oh, I can't find it. It's probably somewhere else on a hard drive. But I was like, you know what? Fine. So I bought it again. So you're welcome. A story told for me, double dipping. I know it's a dollar or whatever. But anyway, a story told band.com. That's what you need to know. The new album, Mundane Magic, October, tw- October 20. <laughs> Mundane Magic. That's the album, October 20. That's the release date. Go do the thing. All right. We did it. We nailed that part, I think. We actually didn't do so well, but better than I thought, considering the circumstances. All right. Let's do the things we got the show to do. All right. We have things going on today. Okay. All right. We got some mail. A couple of weeks ago, somebody sent me this. I don't remember where they sent it, but uh, I thank you for this because I I like this question. Um, Hey, Pat, do you think the moon landing was real or faked? And I love this question because I know that if I put 
in the description of the show the words moon landing, and then you share them on social media, there are like bots or people who search for those terms. And I'm going to probably get a bunch of conspiracy theorists about this topic, which is great. Because again, I love a good conspiracy theory. And things like this, I, I look at the moon landing being real or fake as in the same way as the earth being flat or round. So, okay, let's get these things out of the way. The earth is round and we landed on the moon. Let's get that. Those are the things that happened. Okay. Uh, but if you think that the moon landing was fake, then that means everyone who was involved in it, all the scientists who did all the calculations, all the people who were all the astronauts and all the people who were there when the thing happened, then what like you're, I mean, I guess you're not believing that it's real, but let's roll with it that it happened. But people are saying it's fake, like just for, for the bit, they say it's fake, right? So everyone involved with the project, and we're talking probably hundreds of people, has to be in on the bit. They have to let everyone believe that it's fake. Like they have to go around and spread the story and stick to that story, stick to that lie for 50 years or 60 years. When did it happen? 69, right? However many years ago that was. I'm not a math whiz. You know this. I can't even do eight years back. Why do you expect, how do you expect to go back to 69? Um, yeah, so like everyone has to be in on the lie. And if you've ever been in a room with more than five people, like even just trying to order lunch, you can't get on the same page. It just doesn't happen. It just it, like you can't get even a handful of people to agree on one thing at one time for five minutes. And you expect everyone to believe that everybody involved with the project can hold up the lie for 50 years or however long ago. How long ago was 1969? All right. I feel like an idiot because I can't do this math. 54 years. All right. And you expect everyone who was there, if they're still around, God bless them, you expect them to hold up that lie for 54 years that it was fake, even if they were there. Because again, it happened, and we're not going to you know, we're not gonna dispute that. But if, if you're saying, oh, I think it was fake, or I think the Earth is flat, so what's the benefit then? Like, what is the benefit of saying, hey, we faked the moon landing? Like, who, what's, what's the end game there? Who benefits, right? Like, who benefits from saying, oh, the Earth is, uh, the Earth is round when it's actually flat? Who benefits from that? Who wins? And also, like, you have to get everyone to agree. So, like, what's the point of saying, oh, the Earth is round when it's flat? What's the point of, oh, we faked the moon landing when we didn't? Like, who wins there? And then you have to get everyone to agree on the one thing. And, uh, like, as far as the Earth being flat or round, that's the whole world has to agree with that. Right? Everybody has to agree, hey, the Earth is actually flat. We're just going to say it's round. Like who you you can't get the entire scientific community on any level to agree on one thing. Think that's how science works, by the way. Things change, and then there are certain truths we uh, we accept because we've tested these things and we've learned these things over the years, and we accept, hey, these things are true. But in general, human nature. I'm getting deep. I'm going to get out of this before I get too deep in here. Maybe I've already crossed that line, but it's human nature to just be like, no, you know what? Maybe that's uh, that's a little off, or maybe just like. You don't agree with something that someone says. Like, hey, what about this? What about this? I'm not going to get real topics because then we're going we're gonna to go too far. And again, I got a training to do. So, <laughs> but like, how, how do you expect, let's just say for argument's sake, a hundred people to agree, to stick to the lie, to stick to the bit that we didn't land on the moon. The moon landing was faked. How do you expect a hundred people for 54 years 
to agree to that, to stick to that story. In the, like They were there. Somebody was there. They watched the man land on the moon. One small step for man, one giant leap for Mick Foley, right? They all, that's the whole thing, right? It happened. Why, why would you, what are you talking, it happened. So you're saying it's fake, but people who were there, because it, it happened, I'm really leaning into this. It happened. I'm just letting everybody know, because I know I'm going to get, once I put the words moon landing, I know I'm going to, oh, the people are going to come out. So you expect those people to stick to that story for 54 years. And you expect everyone to be in agreement on this one thing when you can't even agree to everybody in that room what they want for lunch that day. But you think, oh, they're going to put it all aside to say, no, we faked it. It doesn't make sense. Like, what's, what's more believable to you? That 100 people can stick to this story and agree on this story for 54 years. Or it actually happened. There you go. That's why I ask you. Because people who can't agree where they want to go for lunch or where they want to go after work, you expect them, you expect me to believe that those same people are going to agree to stick to the lie that the moon landing was fake. Like the logic just doesn't match up. Just like you expect me to believe those same people, even though the earth is round, to like push out the lie. It's like, it's just, I don't know where I'm going with this anymore. Just because it's just so, when you think about certain conspiracy theories, like I find them fascinating, but when you think about them for more than 20 seconds, your brain should be able to to rationalize, hey, wait a minute, this is dumb as and Like, it's just so, it's so ridiculous. No, the moon landing happened and the earth is round. All right? All right, there you go. That's, I'll tell you what, that worked out better than the last time I tried to record it. It made a little more sense, I think. I don't know, maybe I, uh, I, I think doing the practice run yesterday, by the way, I tried to do this on Sunday night. And I had problems with my equipment, and then I was flustered, and the show was a mess. So hopefully this will work out so you don't hear the first version, because um, I don't know what the hell I said in that one. So there you go. So I'm, I, I think that actually helped. I said, I went upstairs last night after I did the show, and I looked at Joe and said, I think that was a waste of time. Because I, I didn't think I was going to use it, because it was just a whole mess. And um, now I think it actually helped, because it gave me a chance to iron out some of the mess that that story was at first. And maybe there were still some in there. But I think the first version of that was a lot messier. And this one, uh, I think, made a lot more sense. But anyway, the Earth is round and we landed on the moon. So there you go. I've always wondered, though, speaking of flat Earth, I just hit my desk. I'm sorry. Um, is the Earth flat or is every planet flat? Or like, are there other planets that are flat? And uh, is our moon also flat? So somebody let me know. Like, that, that doesn't make sense to me either, that our Earth would be flat and then not our moon or like no other planets would be flat. So somebody let me know. All right? All right. So we got other mail the other day. Uh, I keep knocking into stuff. I'm trying to find a... Because um, certain microphones have a little mount that it's like a grabber on one end and you screw a little uh, a little piece into the microphone stand. So you get a little bit... It's like, I don't know, seven or eight inches long. And so I get a little bit more length. So I'd be able to have... Damn it. That's what she said. Woo! Thanks, Bender. I knew. I know. I was waiting for you to. Um, so I'd be able to have a little bit more space between the microphone stand, which I keep kicking, and the actual microphone. But my the microphone that I bought doesn't have that because it's like a special thing that screws into the microphone itself. And uh, those are the $400 microphones. So we're not going to do that. I would like to because that microphone is it seems pretty nice. But Really not about the microphone, it's more about the mount. So I'm wondering if anybody has 
the uh, the Zoom CDM one. That's ZDM, as in Zorro, Dominican mangoes. Um, I don't know the uh, the military call letters, but <laughs> if anybody knows of a way to kind of extend this microphone from the stand so I can move the floor stand back a little bit and still have the same length, let me know. Any techies out there have any clue what's going on? And Did that make any sense? I don't know. Anyway, we got some other mail here, and um, I don't know who sent it, but thank you for it. Uh, say, hey, Pat, do you get hate mail, and is that why you no longer talk about serious topics on the show? Um, yeah, I do. Every so often, somebody will come at me with, uh, what are you thinking about? What do you think about this, you idiot? Or, you know, just uh, some troll or whatever. I do read all the mail that I get. I don't have time to respond to everything, because a lot of times what will happen is, and I'm get to the, I'll get to the second part. Um, a lot of times what happens is I'll get the alert on my phone that I got a message or a, a comment or whatever, and I'll read it while I have the kid, and I'll go, oh, okay, and then the kid will need something. And so I'll put down my phone, and then I'll come back to it in 10 minutes or whatever, and then do something else. And so if I miss any of your questions, um, that's why, because I'm usually, I'll have my phone, it'll, it won't be like with me, or I'll look at it real quick and go, okay, now the kid needs something, and then I'll look up something else, or I'll, he'll need to get something, and then that message will be gone. And so if I miss your question, uh, it's 100% my fault, so my bad. But yes, I do get some uh, some angry letters every so often. I'm sure I'll get some with this one with the flat earthers and the moon yeah, fakers or whatever. Um, that's tmpfanmail at gmail.com and uh, 209-867-7638. All right, the whole list is at themeltingpath.com, the ways to get in touch with me. So do that, all right? Um, send your letters, I'll read them, and we'll have some fun. Or leave your voicemail so I don't have to read anything. So... Yes, I do get some angry letters, and it's fine. It is what it is. When you're, I've been on the internet long enough to know it's just going to happen, whether or not they're real people or what. But um, you know, it's just going to happen. You got to be ready for that when you're on the internet. And I've been on the internet for a long time. So uh, the second part of the question is that why you don't talk about serious stuff on the show? No, not really. Because again, I, I look at now, especially now, I look at the message and go, "Oh, okay," and then you know, I go back into dad mode and go into something else. So that has certainly helped with my mental health, I think, is that I'm not really digesting any angry things people are saying at me, which is great. But no, the reason I don't talk about serious stuff on the show as much or at all is, first of all, the show was taking a turn that I didn't want to go on, right? It was going in the direction in a direction I didn't want to go. And I was like, you know what? No, I want the show to be more fun, more lighthearted, more, you know, something for everybody. And not something where you go, oh, I don't want my kid listening to this, or, oh, I don't want to hear about this. I mean, I put the timestamps in so you can skip it if you'd like, but I, I don't want anybody to go, no, I don't want to hear, I want to, you know, listen to something different. I want the music. I want the movie scores. I want this and that. Because a lot of other people who are much smarter than me and much more prepared and have much more time to devote to diving into serious topics, they're already doing those. And so I don't need to add to that, add to that noise just for the sake of it, right? Occasionally, I will dip into some stuff still, but um, for the most part, that also goes to the Patreon. So I feel like I needed something to put there, first of all, some kind of exclusive where like, hey, do you want to hear my thoughts about this serious thing that's going on? It goes in the newsletter and or the Patreon. And I just feel like that's better for me, knowing that the newsletter people and the patrons are... People aren't going to jump down my throat about this stuff. I'm not saying they all agree with everything I'm saying. That's not what I not what I mean, which would be fine, I guess. But um, 
like that's also boring. I I think I deserve some pushback on some dumb stuff that I say. But I just think the show was going into a place where I didn't want to take it, and or like it would if I had kept going. Because I'm thinking back to like 2016, 17 when I was kind of diving into serious stuff from the news. Um, I felt like the show was then taking a turn, and I wanted to steer it back the other way. And I wanted this show to be more fun, more whimsical is the wrong word, but more like, hey, he plays music from bands, and then he talks about dumb people from the show. Oh, I didn't tell you about the shore. All right. Um, we'll do this in a second. I, I meant to do that first. Damn it. All right. Um, you know, where he talks about dumb people in the world or, you know, just things that he sees on Twitter that make him laugh or whatever. And that's basically what this show is, right? It's the music and then whatever tumbles out of my brain as far as like fun stuff goes and then sports and wrestling. And I wanted, I didn't want to have all the serious stuff because that's for the patrons. If you want to hear my takes or read my takes on some serious stuff, sign up for the Patreon and let me know. All right. All right. Jeez. I think we're good. So no, um, getting hate mail did not stop me from doing serious stuff on the show. I did that on my own. I made that decision because the show was going to a place I didn't want it to go. And uh, now I got stuff for the Patreon and the newsletter, which you can sign up for at TheMeltingPat.com. Both those things, the links are up there. All right? All right. Oh, man, I forgot to do going down the shore. All right, let's do this. We'll wrap with this. I meant to wrap with the mail, but we'll do this. And then, I don't know, maybe I'll make fun of somebody when we get to the end here. Uh, I do want to get back to doing weird news, though, like funny stuff that happens, like the guy who had crabs in his shorts and the guy who smuggled turtles in his pants. Like, stuff like that I want to try to get back to, um, if we can get some weird news going. I don't know where the music is, so we might not be able to do that part, but, um, I, yeah, I can't believe I, I lost that music bed, because that was funny. Anyway, so we went down the shore uh, Friday, and uh, I'm not going to say it was a total loss, because it wasn't, because I got to go to the churn house, where they churn cereal into soft-serve ice cream, it's great, and... Jill got to swim. She got to go in the ocean a little bit and then got to swim in the pool, which she loved. And the kid enjoyed the sand much more than he did last year. And that was good. He hated getting wet. He didn't like when his feet got wet, so that sucked. But he liked the sand, and he was fine with that. Uh, but we're going down Friday, and it's like an hour and a half trip. Or it was, because it took us forever for some reason to get out of the city. And so we're going down. We're like 25 minutes away. And he starts coughing, and we're like, oh, no. Like, don't let this be, like, don't tell us that he's sick right now when we're a stone's throw from vacation. Don't, don't do this. So, so he's coughing and then like five minutes later he gets sick and we're like, okay, well, it turns out he can't have apples when he's about to go in the car. Cause then, you know, things just disagree with him and all that. And it's just the whole thing. Second time this has happened, by the way, where uh, the apples have disagreed with his insides and then uh, his insides came to the outsides. So we now we figured that out, trial and error. I, I wish it wouldn't have, you know, whatever. But so we're like, okay, maybe the coughing was, he was trying to get that out and now he's better. So we're pulling in, we're going in and he's still coughing. Now he starts sneezing and we're like, oh no, he's got a cold. Like he went, I don't, I don't know where he picked it up, but anyway, um, we're like, okay, now what? So we get in there, we have dinner, we're trying to go to sleep. He's coughing and sneezing. He's just getting worse. One of the worst nights. Jill went out at like 1 a.m. Because where we were, uh, nothing was open past 10 p.m. And it's 1 a.m. The kid is screaming. He's coughing. He's sneezing. He's not having a good time. And so she goes out to a place that's, you know, 25 minutes away. She drives over. 
and gets him some stuff. Again, 1 a.m. He finally goes back to sleep. And again, the plan was Friday night, we get in, go get ice cream, chill out, relax. Saturday, go to the beach, hang out, do whatever. Saturday night, go to the boardwalk. Sunday, go home. So we got in late on Friday. So we didn't get ice cream Friday. So that's, uh, that's number one. Well, number one was he got sick. And then we missed out on that. So then Saturday, we do go to the beach in the morning. And it turns out that they're not, again, the kid is sick still. So we're like, okay, let's, let's just get him outside and see if that helps. And it kind of did. He was kind of feeling a little better walking over to the beach and being in the sand. And he kind of liked that part. And then they said, hey, you can only go in up to your ankles because we had a hurricane recently. Like, okay, well, that sucks. So that's, you know, a bummer for the ocean. Um, so Jill was kind of bummed out about that. So then we go back. She goes to the hotel pool and had a great time, per all reports, which is great. She's like, oh, do you mind if I go swim? I'm like, absolutely not. Go do it. Um, this is why you came to swim. So we're up there, and she's she comes back. She gets herself all dressed, all cleaned up. And we look at each other, and we're like, you know what? We should probably go home today. Just because if he stays here another night, like, he's not going to get better staying here in a like a new-ish place and not being able to have all his stuff and do all these things. And so we're like, okay, here's what we'll do. So he naps. Jill, he naps on me. Jill cleans up the room. And we go get ice cream from the churn house. I got a pumpkin pie something from the churn house. It was delicious. Uh, we got the kid some ice cream with Cheerios and blueberries. He had all his blueberries. And then we get home. He sleeps the whole way in the car, which is great. And I'm very happy that we decided to come home early because Sunday he was much better. He would have been so much worse had we stayed. Like, had we stayed as long as... Like, it helps, thank you, Dave and Miriam, that we don't have to pay for the room. Because I think we talked about this last year. They own the room. It's like an old hotel. Half the rooms are run like a hotel. The other half are privately owned. And uh, Dave and Miriam own the room. So their present to us for Christmas is you get to spend time down the shore on us. So... It definitely helped that we can come and go. And now that we have the car, um, now that she has the car, we can come and go as we want. Like we're not stuck waiting for someone else to come get us or whatever. So that really helped. Again, shout out to my smoking hot wife's womb for uh, the many opportunities it has afforded us, which is great. And um, yeah, it, it like that really helps. And so we're like, yep, we're packing it in. And I'm very happy that uh, we were able to do that because uh, he would have been miserable. And we all would have been miserable because we all would have then caught it at the place and then had to come home feeling terrible. Uh, whereas, you know, Jill got it really like once we got home, she really got it. I'm about to get it. He is much better than he was on Saturday, on Friday, on whatever, because this is Monday I'm doing this. So he's been much better every day. It's not perfect. It's not great. Not out of the woods yet, but um, he is doing much better than he was. And I think us leaving early really helped with that. So, not a total loss down the shore because, you know, milestones, right? The kid enjoyed the sand. He enjoyed actually being there, which was great. Also, 10.30 a.m. during the off-season is the time to go to the beach, FYI. I got ice cream from the churn house. Jill got to swim. And, uh, yeah, so not perfect, but we made the best of it. And um, we did what we could. We had fun with what we had. So hopefully next year we all... None of us get sick, and we all get to spend our time. He'll be a bigger boy. We'll go to the boardwalk and uh, and explore what's going on over there and get more ice cream. So, And Jill can swim in the ocean, we hope. So, yeah, it wasn't that crowded. The good thing about going during the off-season 
by the way, the season is Memorial Day to Labor Day. The hotel is closed to everybody who doesn't own their room. So like, we don't have other guests. It was just people who own the room and like their families. So it was less crowded at our spot. The beach was not crowded at all. And it was just more like less congested because we went in September and not June. So that helped. And um, I think, you know, all things considered, we made the best of what we what we had and had a decent time. It, it would, of course, would have been great if he wasn't sick. But you handle what you handle. You handle what you're given. And, uh, you know, toddlers, man, they're going to get sick. All right. I will say, though, the certain establishment, I'm not going to name it because generally I do like their stuff, but the certain place right by the hotel, the condo, whatever you want to call it, they have the dumbest people working, shopping, existing, just the absolute dumbest people. I talked about this where um, like we're pushing a stroller and there are people taking up the whole sidewalk and they don't move. And it's like, yeah, it's easier for you, a, a single person to move than me with a stroller. Like, why can't people figure this out? But it happened again. Like, I get in there. We had to go buy milk right as soon as we got there. So he's sick. We're all frustrated already. And I had to go buy milk. And this, like, I go in, and these people just milling about, like, in the way. Like, there aren't that, not that much space. The aisles aren't that big. And they're just in the way. So I'm walking in. I go in the door. And there's a guy trying to come out the door. He's already bought his stuff. Trying to come out the door. And there's a woman who's just like looking to buy something, just wandering, taking the slowest steps, and then she stops and turns. So her body is blocking the one way that I can go. And the guy's trying to come out on the left. She's on the right. I just came in the door. And so I moved to my left, like in front of the register. And the guy looks at me like I'm an idiot and not at the woman who just turned her body to essentially block me from getting out of his way. And I was like, all right. I've been here for two minutes. I'm already annoyed. And so then I go in for breakfast the next day. And again, here's a guy like talking to his friend and I'm going up the middle. Like I come in the same door. I go in up the middle and I'm like, okay, I got to go to the breakfast over to my left. And so I go up the middle and there's nobody there. So I think, okay, cool. I can squeeze by and get through. So then this guy comes around the corner with his friend. He's talking to his buddy. He turns and he stops. And again, same thing. He stops in front of the aisle, turns to talk to his friend or something, and turns his body so he is now blocking where exactly where I have to go. And he saw me because we made eye contact because he was coming out of the aisle and he saw me and then turned his body to block where exactly where I have to go and then looked at me like I didn't know what I was doing. I, I just, I guess if I have one thing to tell you before we go today, because I got my my uh, email thing just went off in my ear. I got a training to go to to start. I got to log in. Hold on. Let me do that, and then I'll tell you one thing, one more thing before we go. It's related to this, but hold on. All right, I logged in. So, I, I just I talked about this. I feel like I talk about this all the time. Just be aware that other people have to exist in the same space as you. And oh, you know what though? That's actually going to lead right to my last thing here. I, I need you to be aware that other people are going to exist in the space you're in at the same time. Like if you're at a store or on the train platform or just walking through the park, other people are going to exist in your space. Like you're not owed any of that space. You know, it's not yours privately to use however you'd like. Other people have to do things. 
I just, I don't understand the mentality of like, nope, I'm here. No one else can go this way. I'm the most important person in the world. And this leads me to my last thing for today. I saw this on uh, on Twitter, and I went to look up the tweet. Actually, I took a screenshot because someone, uh, somebody had saved it because the account has now been suspended, which was really funny to learn on the fly yesterday. Um, so I saw some influencer was trying to make a video in the train station, like in a busy, crowded train station. If you've never been to the train station, people going in and out, going to work, going home, going to do this, going to do that. It like people just milling about, going, not not milling. No, people at the train station are not milling. They are uh, they're moving. So this woman shared this video. I don't know if this was the person who made the video or not. I'm not sure, but they were like, "Oh, when you see somebody recording, walk behind the camera or wait literally ten seconds. If you can't do this, you don't deserve to be part of a civilized society." That was the first thing, and then the next tweet was, "I'm sorry." <laughs> I'm sorry you can't be kind to a pretty girl for five minutes. Maybe if you could afford a bigger car, your life wouldn't depend on crowding the trains like moths to a lamp. This is how societies end. Now, I don't know what this person's deal is. Also, not really relevant to the story. But I need people to understand that, yes, you can film things wherever you want. Not really, but like if you're outside or whatever, at the train or in the park or wherever. You can film things. You're allowed to do that. You're like, not maybe allowed's the wrong word, but like you have the capability to film a video if you want. But here's the thing. Unless you have paid to get a permit to block off a thing to film there, like if you're making a movie, then you obviously go and you call the city or the township or the whatever, and you say, hey, we're going to film a movie. We need this place blocked off for like four hours. Like remember when Elon Musk bought Twitter and changed the name to X. And he wanted to change the sign from Twitter to X. So he gets his guys up there to go to work. Like, hey, pull down the Twitter sign and put up the X, right? What happened, though, was he didn't get a permit. He just sent his guys up there to do it. And somebody called the police like, hey, debris is falling on the sidewalk from them taking down this sign. Someone's going to get hurt. So the police came and said, oh, you can't do that. You need a permit. And he's like, oh, well, a super rich guy just doesn't know how the world works. And he's like, oh, oh, I can't believe that. So that's kind of the same thing where these influencer people, what I hate that that's become a term, by the way, is they think because they're filming their thing and like a photo shoot or a whatever, they think they have total control over the space. When you chose to do that in a crowded train station and you think that you have complete autonomy, complete control over the, uh, over the room that you're in, when guess what? You do not. Because people are allowed and have to exist in that space, just like you. Like when I did my uh, my walks in the park, which I'm hoping to get back to when it cools down, I did my lap, I did my mile walk, and then I went and sat on the bleachers and did a little video. And I would stop. One time I remember I was in you know toward the end of a thing, and I saw somebody coming to walk, just do their walk around. And I figured, oh, they don't want to be in my video. I don't want them in my video unless they ask or they want to come on. And so I stopped because I was in a public place and I didn't own this space for any length of time. I just did it because nobody was around. Nobody was going to be bothered, I hope, by me sitting there talking to you for 15 minutes. And I just don't understand why people don't have that mentality of like, hey, I'd like to do this, but also I want everyone to get out of my way. 
even though I've not said anything to anybody, I've not told anyone, I didn't get any prior authorizations to film here, I'm just going to do it and expect people, because of my own entitlement, to get out of the way. And I just don't understand why we've gotten this far. Like, why have we gone so far to say, like, and it, I, enough with, like, I've talked before about taking pictures and videos of strangers and posting them online just for, like, your laugh or whatever. Like, I think that's a bad thing to do. I've always thought that, and we shouldn't do it. But we, the, we're, we can't close Pandora's box on that one. And I just, I don't know why people think that they should get out of, like, they should have the complete rule of the space. And everyone should get out of their way when they're trying to film a thing. Like, no one owes you that space. I have places to go. Like, if you're at a monument, like the Washington Monument or the White House or wherever, and you want to take a picture in front of it, I'll get out of your way. I'll move out of your way. Because that, you're in a space where people like to take pictures with the thing or in front of the thing. Right? That's different. I'll get out of your way. You want to do a little video? You're at the White House. I'll get out of the way. Hell, I'll hold the camera for you. That's no problem. I'll do that. I'll take the picture for you. I'll hold it for your video if you want. You probably don't want that. But uh, like if it's at a place where like a touristy thing where you want to take a picture, I'll get out of your way. If you're like in this on the sidewalk or at the train station or some other place like that where it's not normal to take a picture or a video doing a thing, I'm not getting out of your way. It's not going to happen. I got to go to work. I got to go home. I got to do this. I got to do that. You got to move your ass. Or, like, deal with it. You got to wait to get your shot. And if you don't get your shot, that's not my problem. That's your thing. That's a you problem. I can't help you with that. I'm not going to get out of your, like, inconvenience my day because you want to make a video. I don't care. And no one should. No one should care. If you really want the space, call the city, block it off for an hour, and do that. They're not going to let you do that, I'm sure. But get a permit and do it that way. Otherwise, stop being a there you go. That's that's what I got to say about that. And also, to plug my new segment that I hope will be coming to Patreon soon, I'm just going to share a bunch of these because I've seen a lot of dumb posts online lately. And so what I'd like to do is make videos reacting. I'll put them up on the screen, these dumb posts, and I'll talk about them, and then we can all weigh in together and have fun. All right? Does that sound good? All right. Join the Patreon at the expensive level. It's three bucks a month. And then you'll get the videos as soon as I have time to make them. And you'll get some other stuff as well. All right? All right. There we go. So, <sighs> I just realized I was hearing something in my headphones. I thought it was from upstairs. But it's in my headphones because I look over. I'm in my training, um, in my team's meeting for the training. And I look over and I see not everybody's mic is muted. Mine is. Don't worry. No, they're not all hearing this. But I heard, I look over and not everybody's muted. And I realized what I was hearing in my ears was somebody's cell phone vibrating. And I was like, oh no, what is like what's going on with my recording? What's going on upstairs? Nope. It's somebody's phone vibrating. Cause they didn't mute their microphone. So there we go. All right. I think we're good. Oh, yeah, I gotta get to this training. And uh we covered all the things that we meant to cover. We did all the things, right? We did the mail, the moon landing, the flat earth thing. Um, we did the move out of the way if people are filming. Why you think you're you're owed that, why you think you deserve that is beyond me. If you're if you're making a movie, and you get a permit, I'll get out of the way. Otherwise, I got places to go. Um, hate mail, serious stuff. We did that. And of course, our thanks to A Story Told. Their new album, Mundane Magic, comes out October 20. Go get the thing. Tell them I sent you. 
and they will remember who I am. Or at least Josh will, I guess, because he's the one who came on the show. All right? I'll share a link to the chat uh, at the website in the show notes. All right? We're good. All right. All right. All right. All right. Does Matthew McConaughey appear? Because I said all right three times in a, in quick succession. I don't know. Anyway, uh, that sound means the training's about to start, and I got to go. All right. We're good. I'll try to get to the movie things. If I tell you what, right here we'll do it. If I can uh, can get it together, if I feel better, we'll do uh, some music from some movies just randomly that I like, and you can share some that you like. So here we go. We'll just we'll like fade a minute. No, you know what? We'll make it a thing if we can. We'll start the movie segment right here. And if we did, great. We had fun. It sounded awesome, probably. And if we didn't, then you heard uh, the pooper or a coin or something else. All right, that's how we'll do that. We'll shoehorn that in if we can. Probably not going to be able to do it. But just in case, we'll try to do that for you. Um, and we are going to go. All right? All right. This has been an 8-boiling production. <laughs> Until next time, my friends, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. Wear your mask, wash your hands, get vaccinated and boosted when you can. And of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. We're not going to do G-Love, just in case I do get the movie score thing in, and we're here for a longer time. But check them out anyway at philadelphonic.com, and you'll hear my thing at the end. Dot cam. There you go. All right, we're good. Storytoldband.com for more from them. TheMeltingPat.com for more from me. Sign up for all of the things. I greatly appreciate you being here, and I'll talk to you next week. Hopefully... I'll feel better and sound better and not much worse. All right? All right. Have a good time doing whatever it is that you do, and I'll talk to you soon. Great. Great. Somebody started talking. It freaked me out. So it's time to go. You've been inside the Mouthy Pat on the next level network. Go crap open a cold one. Mm-hmm.